Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Jamie. So good to have you back. I am so glad to be here today. We have book club on our brains. Absolutely. It's It's time. A lot to talk about. And this is the craziest time of year. So crazy. And we maybe should have considered that. Everything else going on. I am so happy to sit here right now and talk about a book. (laughs) Set aside like the the, crazy. I'm just going to shut off everything else while we do this. Absolutely. And then go back to the crazy. This is my calm free pass in the month of May. Yeah. So I'm glad that you feel free to do that. That is, this is, this is so enjoyable. This is never anything but pure joy to sit and talk about books. Yay. So. We do have a lot to discuss with Homecoming by Kate Morton, which was our book club pick this month. Yes, an absolute lot. Uh, Before we jump in, we need to announce June's book club pick. Janie? June's book club pick is No Two Persons by Erica Bauermeister. I'm really excited. I love this cover. It's cool. It's really cool looking. I... I love the synopsis of this. I'm really, really mm-hmm. excited to read this mm-hmm. book. It is. It's great. It's got a 4.3 star ratings on Goodreads. Mm-hmm. It has over a thousand ratings. Still like that's still in its infancy. Right. It just came out. It's new. Yep. But I didn't think I knew this author, but she's ri- written some books that I, I have read. Yeah. No. Books so, that I love. She read. Right. She wrote The Scent Keeper. Which is one of one, you my favorite books. I love yeah. that book a lot. Um, anyway, she's yeah. got quite a list of right. books that she's. I'm excited written. to learn more about her. Mm-hmm. As it's going to be great the next month. Okay, yeah. I'm going to read the synopsis. Okay, go for it. Okay, one book, nine readers, ten changed lives. New York Times bestselling author Erica Bauermeister's No Two Persons is a gloriously original celebration of fiction and the ways it deepens our lives. That was the beauty of books, wasn't it? The t- they took you places you didn't know you needed to go. Alice has always wanted to be a writer. Her talent is innate, but her stories remain safe and detached until a devastating event breaks her heart open and she creates a stunning debut novel. Her words, in turn, find their way to readers from a teenager hiding in hiding her homelessness to a free diver pushing himself beyond endurance, an artist furious at the world around her, a bookseller in search of love, a widower rent by grief. Each one is drawn into Alice's novel. Each one discovers something different that alters their perspective and presents new pathways forward for their lives. Together, their stories reveal how books can affect us in the most beautiful and unexpected of ways, and how we are all more closely connected to one another than we might think. I'm really really excited. I am too. And I kind of feel like this um, means something. I'm looking at the community ratings on um, Goodreads right below the synopsis. And the first person's rating, his name is Jamie. Yes. Spelled, spelled the same way I spell my I'm name, which is not a typical way to spell Jamie. So I'm excited because... And you know what? what she says? Look at yeah, her first five sentence. Five stars. Finally, finally, after a bit of a book slump, I picked up this book and I knew from the first chapter that I had found the kind of immersive read that had been elusive. That, that is awesome. Me. That's where I'm at, too. I mean, wow. I've had some good reads, but sure. not uh, 
Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. I'm, ready for this. I'm really, really excited so about it. So get it on your list. It just it's new out, so depending on your library. We do have it at our library. There's a bit of a wait. There's a bit of a wait, but um get yourself on that list and then we'll talk about it next month. I know. I'm excited. Me too. So today. Okay. But today we're talking about Homecoming by Kate Morton. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. There's a lot. Where do we even start? This book, if you listened, was 17 hours long. If you read it, was over 600 pages long. What? We this didn't know. was a heavy, literally a heavy book that has so many pages. <laughs> yes, it was. It was a big one. Okay, I have one complaint. I'm okay, just going to get it out of the it, way. let's it and then I'll say mine. Okay, I became annoyed at the amounts of times she retold the story of the murder scene and like them being found. Yes. Okay. I was after a while, I was like, yes, yes, I know we this information. already know this. Yeah. <laughs> and so I found myself like maybe I'm sure there was one nugget in every single time it yes. was told. It, and there was like you a, another little glimpse of, oh, maybe it could have been this. Yes. And because, but because it was told so very many times, I wasn't listening for the nugget. Right. I agree with that. So I maybe what, what I was supposed to glean from that particular telling, I wasn't gleaning. Mm-hmm. So I became really bogged down by the amount of times they retold that story. And That's so same. I felt like it wasn't useful and helpful at a certain point. It was too much. Yeah. So I felt like you probably could have maybe combined a few of those nuggets into other tellings of the story so that we didn't have to listen to it that many times. Yeah. I agree with you. I The thing that I keep thinking as I was um, reading this book was, can you simultaneously be completely frustrated with a book and like it? Because I liked the story. Yes, I really, I really liked the storyline. The story. Yes. However, yes. I feel like there was so much going on, mm-hmm. and so there were so many times where I was like, "Oh, that's the end." And yes. then there was another discovery, and then you'd kind of be wrapping it up, and that's the end. And then again, there's only yes. so many times you can like cry wolf. Yes. Before you're like. I'm done with this game. It was very complicated, <laughs> right? Like, there's there's the whole scene of them dying, mm-hmm. which is its own very big story. It affected the whole town. It involved the whole town. Absolutely. As it should. And that was I awful. will say, like, at the beginning when we're, like, hearing it for the first time, like, the discovery of their bodies and the way that the police investigation was beginning and all of that, I was, like, invested. And I kind of missed going back to that. I wanted to follow the investigator through his uncovering of the stories, but it wasn't that, right? Right. It really wasn't that. And then you jump to so-and-so's story over here. And then there's the story of like Nora's and Polly as and um Jess, the their yeah. granddaughter. Like their whole story and like the estrangement of Polly and then you know, the closeness of grandma and granddaughter and that whole story. The unweaving of all of it. Right? And then you have this some random in interloper that who wrote a novel about it all. And <laughs> he's got his own thing going right, on. Right, right. I mean, it was just a lot. And then even like the story of 
Polly getting pregnant and having a baby and like, where right. did that father Leading go? Up that to, was a whole thing. Yes. Yes. It was so much. I felt like I was being strung along. There was a lot. And teased the to, whole time. <laughs> yes. It was a great big tease. No, it was. Which I, I actually really enjoy trying to figure out what's happening. And and Kate Martin can do such a fabulous job. Uh, yes. Creating these in-depth characters that are like, oh, what about this? What if this happened? turns yes. and this, yeah. She can I leave agree. a story. I think this one just kind of maybe went a little wild. A little too far. I think it could have been cut down. Yeah. I think there were some things in there that I questioned. Was this important? Yeah. Sure. For this story. Is this, is this what they could have cut out? And yeah. I do think there were some things there they could have cut out. However, those things also led my brain down different paths of what happened. Sure. So how many right. of those, like, when? how many times did you think you knew what had happened? I thought I had a good idea a number of times. A number of times. And I will say none of those things happened to be the truth. Right. I Did you, did you see the end? I, I felt very early on that Thea was not really dead. Yes. That Thea was really Polly. Polly. Yes. I did feel okay. that. But that but I was like, oh, she's pregnant. She really like I kept looking for was she really pregnant? Ooh. Or was she faking a pregnancy? Sure. Like I can see that. You know, and then so how it came about that her that she really did have a baby, because I really thought when it, it came back that it was that she was never pregnant. She was just really wanting to be and jealous. And so she was pretending to be pregnant. Yes. I, and I felt no ill, like she hadn't a plan to steal a baby or anything. Just, I I felt just like it was, an, and yeah, she had been through a lot of traumatic pregnancies and losses. Yeah. And so I thought there was maybe some mental health issues there with that. Which there was. Oh, well, there definitely was. They were just <laughs> different than I thought. Sure. And I thought when um, Nora was walking with the baby in the sling that they talked about multiple, yes. multiple times and the yes. baby was completely covered up. A, she had just given birth. Why is she out walking around? Like, I know her family yes. was just like it was traumatic, but she could just stay home at that point. There was Absolutely. no reason she needed to be in the middle of like the town. Yes. But she's walking around the town with this baby completely wrapped up so no one could see. And I thought that this is for sure Thea. She didn't want people to see that to she see had, that she had yeah. Thea. But you didn't you couldn't figure out how she got Thea. No. You think she took Thea from the From the crib. I thought it was just her. Okay. Just took Thea, kept her, and then just didn't say anything about the rest of it. Okay. Because she was napping at the time. She could have gone and walked there was, out there. She could have easily walked out. Yeah, grabbed that's Thea. A good plan. She could have even been him. the one that poisoned. Them. I did at a did point you think that? wonder towards the end because when you started to see that maybe she was very manipulative, and the more stories that were being told about like uh, Nora, she was controlling, right? Like the mm -hmm. things she said about Polly and the things she did to get Nora or to get Jess to do what she wanted her to do. Like there just was, it just didn't seem like. I don't know. There was something there. Like, yeah. she's not, she's a little selfish. There's some, yeah, she is. She's self-serving here. Well, and even her amount of anxiety at protecting Jess warranted when you've lost so many kids and it's your only child and it's all you. Like, I could see that, but 
it, it there was something yeah there was something a little off that she was so yeah. protective so then i thought like oh she's, she's she something's going on killed this whole family yeah or even i think at the point where at the end even when the truth is starting to come out and we hear that like she's making plans to leave the country mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. i wondered if like oh she can't she always wanted a big family and she is desperate for them not to leave her and so she would kill them right before she before would she, let them leave her the part that stood the part that like i want to punch the doctor in the throat ha. here because she went oh no not the doctor her pastor yes and she was like is it awful of a mother to not be with her children and he's like yeah you a mother has to be with her children yeah she's obviously struggling she's got some mental health issues take a break from your kids nobody needs to tell a woman who's struggling that they're it's not fair to their kids to be separated from you reading into that is that she wants to die right and you were like no you have to keep your children with you yeah like so we why are we using our pastor as like advice right and i why can't i i see back maybe in that time you would go and ask like what the forgiveness would be if a mother left her children but some for the mental health of the mother and for the kids safety well, and this is mom should take a break now that i'm sitting here hearing you say this and i'm considering it a little bit deeper why would she l- leave her children right there was no husband i mean cuz it's her husband's land they were born well, there and they, they were loved her australian it there, babies and i get it but you I couldn't have that. left them there cuz he was never home he's not taking care he was going to take care of the kids over here i mean i know she didn't know but she had to have an idea right. that her husband was checked out yeah like he obviously it wasn't make coming sense home a that lot. she would even say that or consider leaving, leaving them. them that doesn't right. even fit to me in what was happening Right. Why would she want to be away from her children? Yeah. Just because they loved this area? This area, like, this land. That doesn't trump me loving my children exactly. and needing to care for them and right. be their mother. Take them, pay, take them home. It doesn't mean you have to stay there either. No. Go home for a couple of years. It's not, per- nothing's permanent. Nothing is permanent. You We're can just go, do go do things do and always come back. It, right. They can always come back. Go take a break. Right. Or like get some support from your family. Part of Australia. Like go live closer to Nora. Right. Like there's I mean, although they did mention lots of times the idyllic land and ranch or whatever they called it was. Right. Come back and visit. Right. I mean, go take a break. Like you said. Take a break. Go take some time. That to me is so out of character. Like, this was a mother who loved her kids. Nothing about everything, even at the end when we learn everything, was that she ever wanted to be away from her children. Right. And everyone kept saying the baby blues happened. She was going through the baby blues. So. Well, why? Why did we think she was going through the baby blues? The only thing that comes to my mind is when Nora talks about seeing her almost smother baby. But But that sounds like a a made up story that that Nora told. To make her look crazy to continue the narrative, the narrative she's been creating or that the you know that everyone has created i don't mm-hmm. think that was all nora but she just was feeding that narrative right 
it doesn't mean that it actually happened. We know Nora know. lies. She said yeah. the same thing about Polly, which we cannot. I don't believe she, Polly doesn't She's remember that up all happening. These stories and no one's talking to each other, so nobody's figuring out. Did that you ever? She's her manipulating. Look like all she of wants this. to harm the baby. Yeah. She had a lot of kids Ooh. and she needed help. She needed help with the baby, and they had the. She cared so much for this helper girl in the town, mm-hmm. right? That came in and took care of uh, the little yeah. baby, Thea. That she was grateful for her and she gave her a gift. That's like she, she knew needed. that would be hard for her when they right. left. Right. Like that's not something someone who like is detached from their children would care enough to do. Right. She's overwhelmed. She's a, an overwhelmed mother. She. Yeah. But I don't a know that that mother, is considered much. like depression. depression. Right. I agree. And. I just keep thinking, now the more that I think about that, I don't know, there was like a movie one time where the mom was crying and crying and are frustrated and getting angry and like kind of telling her husband off. And her husband goes, oh, look, I was talking to my boss and he said his wife got postpartum depression Mm -hmm. and she got so angry. She's like, I am not depressed. I am overwhelmed. Yeah, I can't keep doing all of this stuff. Help me out. That's and yes. I keep thinking of that moment, going like, "Yeah, there is a difference." Mm-hmm. The postpartum depression is absolutely a real absolutely. thing that we need to be aware of and watching for, and talking about, and talking about. Absolutely. And there's just being overwhelmed and needing help because you got a full plate and a husband who is checked out. Amen. Amen. Anyway, like, yeah. I just keep that. thinking about. It. I don't like that narrative. I don't. I don't think that she actually had. My opinion is, I don't know that she had the blues. Okay. yeah, It was a narrative that was it told. It was a narrative. By so many people. I'm not buying it. That maybe even she started to believe it. Ooh, herself. In her frustration of what was going through, trying to figure out, yeah. Well, realizing too that like she'd connected with this man on a level that she'd never had, right? She's having an affair. If we think about it, looking back now that we know, she's been having an affair a short-lived mm-hmm. affair, mostly just uh, an emotional affair, right? I think that right. lasted longer. Mm-hmm. Where she's... Which, by the way, sorry to cut in, I thought the book was over. Ah. And then I looked down and there's an hour and a half left. Ah. I thought the book was over so many times. So many the times. The epilogue. It was like three hours. Three before. hours left in the book. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I thought the book was over. They solved everything. And then they go into the affair. I'm like, oh, my gosh. It, it keeps was going. a lot. There was a lot. There Sorry. Was so can, much. I didn't mean yeah. to stop you. But I'm just saying, like, can you imagine putting yourself in Izzy's shoes and just thinking, like, you know, we can't be together. Right. And I and that's that's a loss. Mm-hmm. I've lost my husband. I've connected with this other man who I care deeply for, and that can't move forward. Right. And now he I've, has a family. I've had another loss. Uh, yeah. And I've got to get away. It, I mean, yeah. to stay would be too hard. Absolutely. And too tempting Absolutely. to keep that affair going, which was not fair. And it wasn't something she wanted or right. he wanted. Right. It just, so... Yeah, go back to England. There is right. no, and that was that was her plan. Yeah. And so there's just Smart a lot of plan. loss there for her. Mm-hmm. And can you imagine the overwhelm? I'm going alone. I'm moving forward alone with these kids at a time at a when time where that was not that was difficult. Yeah. You know. And taking them all to a new place they didn't know by yourself. And would and be frustrated with you about. You right. knew they were gonna be angry. Especially because some were older. Like she had mm-hmm. teenagers as well. I mean, they were yep. various ages. Yeah. Um, pretty spread out. Yeah. 
Anyway, I just look at that and go, you know, she had, she was dealing with a lot. And then, anyway, did you see the end? (laughs) Did you ever, okay, did you think it was foul play? Yes. Okay. I did think it was foul play. I thought it was just too, I mean, if it was the fauna and fora poison. In the water. Why wouldn't the baby have died? If the baby didn't go in the water. But do you think the mom went in the water or she was just by it? Did it, it say did she say got that in? They were all. They were all in the water. Yeah. Okay. That they were all. So it in could be that. Clothes. I just didn't feel like it was her. No. Nor did I feel like it was of natural causes. Yeah. I couldn't figure out why. For a minute, I, really I thought, thought Nora. Maybe. Yeah, I kind of thought Nora could be a part of it. Yeah. Um. I went there for a minute because I even thought, like, when I was really stretching, I'm like, maybe the husband. Just as like, this is too much. With, I need yeah. a fresh start. Let's just Let's get, just rid, get of rid of all of them. Yeah. But he was so far away. So I couldn't quite figure out how he would have yeah, pulled it off. Yeah, he was definitely out of the country. But doesn't mean he could have he paid someone. I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's or totally, totally put true. put something in food and left it that they knew they were going to eat or something. I don't Absolutely. know. I don't know. So that was interesting. Can we talk about Nora and Jess and their relationship? Absolutely. So, well... Nora and Polly. Yeah, start there. So Polly, her whole life has been told she's got all this anxiety and she can't ever make a decision and she does makes mistakes all the time. This is the narrative that Polly, that Nora has given her. Right. To the point where she has to see a therapist. That's a family friend, which is kind of weird. Right. She struggled and struggled and thought there was all this wrong with her. Until she moved out, and all of a sudden, she is happy. She can calm, function and peaceful. That is the power of one person, right? One person, and yes, it's a mother. I mean, that's an important it's, person. It's an important person, mm-hmm. but she believed she was what her mother told her. Told her she was like her reactions to everything the Polly said and did in our words right there was yeah was really um that really stood out to me that then when she thank goodness she went out on her own but that was the whole reason she couldn't she knew I mean being brainwashed as a child and I wouldn't always say it's brainwashed parented Sometimes we parent and we really think we're doing the best thing. But as a child, you maybe interpret something different. Yeah. And that's what sticks in your head. And Jess, the fact, I mean, she couldn't even parent her own child because of what her mom had told her. So she thinks well, her she's mom doing is the best telling thing. her that she can't yeah. parent. Yeah. So she leaves. And then when she's gone, she's like, I'm actually really good. I can't I'm really wait good. for her to get here. Yeah. I can do this. But she can't do it around her mother and it totally affected her relationship which was pretty much nothing at that point with her daughter with jess well and that's all because of nora right yeah like nora separated them we find that out at the end so not only did continually guilted polly about anything she tried to do with jess right when polly had it right all along like i don't want to be separated from my child but my mother is telling me that and for her I best take interest, her, yeah. I'm hurting her. Right. This is the best place for her. So Nora not only literally kidnapped po- Polly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but also pretty much kidnapped Jess. Mm-hmm. 
and the point where in her last statements is like, burn the suitcase. All of this. Because Would I you don't have, want you to know. If your I, I know I did something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. If your grandmother said, even in my afterlife, I deserve this last no, request. No, you don't. Would you have burned it if your grandma had said that Heck to you? Heck no, or would I'm you have read way it? too curious. Oh, I would have totally read it. Totally. Love you, grandma. Love you. Don't hate but me over there. I am going to read this. I'm going to read all the things. All, every, I want to know it all. And then I'm going to go look for other hidden things. <laughs> yes, a hidden, <laughs> but I also love the idea that behind a bookshelf was a hidden room. Oh, yeah, room. for sure. I want a hidden room behind a bookshelf so bad. That would be amazing. I'm with you. Like Just keep all my secrets in there and a place to go hide from everybody when I need alone time? Seriously. Give me a secret room it's behind a bookshelf. It's just like, case. why is it not suspicious that you're never allowed up there? Yeah. Like, you're not a kid anymore. Why can't you go up well, there? And don't you feel like when you tell a kid, don't, don't do, do that. this, yep. that they're they going to do it. Always want and to go do that. And it sounds like that was Jess's personality. Yeah. Was to be very inquisitive, to ask a lot of questions, to always want to understand, but a little bit headstrong. Nora was probably always around. She didn't have the opportunity to go That's up there. That's a good point. Nora was very overbearing. That's a very good point. I don't know. Like, the more things that, kept coming and coming i was like this like why didn't anyone and then i think about the author of the book mm -hmm. like there was the man the journalist who wrote this story about what happened to their family and i thought like, he knew a lot of things that he was keeping like why why, why didn't was anyone stand up and tell the truth everybody was keeping this secret, i know that he said out. at the very end that he the the truth probably would hurt someone but yeah. the lie wasn't hurting anyone but i'm like the lie actually it was actually hurting does. a lot of people yeah like we you can't put value you might think this actual truth is going to hurt someone but keeping it and it might have hurt nora it, sure, it certainly would have so, hurt yeah. nora but maybe you were would be healing polly because you don't so know it's selfish it is selfish. selfish to keep the lie thinking you're protecting the other person. This whole protection yeah. junk. I don't like it. I don't like it either. Ridiculous. It's a mess. I don't like You just I, complicated everything. Absolutely. Okay. Just so tell the truth. The fish sauce. Let's talk about it. <sighs> the fact that Fish sauce, fish paste. What fish was paste. It? Hey, what is fish paste? I don't want to know. I think it's an and Australian that she thing. loved this fish paste so much. You put yes, fish it's like paste on toast, like their Vegemite, but yes, with fish. I think so. I think that is a very great description. I could look it up, but I do think it's Have, a popular thing I in loved, Australia. I love the thought though. Like when you get neighbor gifts at Christmas time. Are there certain ones you're like, I count on it because I know this person always does this and I keep it to myself? Do you ever yes, do that? I yes. do. Like, I know so-and-so's going to give me homemade caramels mm -hmm. and I am not sharing those. Oh, they go in my bedside drawer. They go exactly. <laughs> I do keep certain neighbor treats for to myself. myself. Yep. My kids wouldn't appreciate it as much. I'm being rude and selfish. Well, the truth is but I give yes. everything to my children. Like I have to share everything, <laughs> everything. that I have. And that's okay. 99% yeah. of the time, I am happy to do that. Right. I just need 1% for myself. Exactly. I need just one little percent so, that I feel like is mine. I could totally relate to that. Yes. She's like, 
I usually just keep it to myself. But she decides to share with her family. Which says a lot. She wanted this to be a good day. Right. Out by the waterhole. And I will say this. Did you, when, okay, at the beginning, we kind of hear how the boy that was 14 mm-hmm. was, had broken off a friendship with the Turner son and because they think he'd seen something. Yeah. And and then we find out later, we assume that it was that he saw his older brother with, with a Turner Matilda. daughter. Yeah, Matilda. Matilda, right. Right. And so we assume that. Did you ever question that? Or were you like, oh, that must have been hard? Well, remember when he, like, the camera exchange mm-hmm. for that vial of something? What was that for? What did anything ever come of that? I think did that I was it? like liquor. Liquor. I thought it was some sort of a like medication or powder that could also be poisonous. Oh. So I thought that actually was what had done what it. he was getting it and that that's where it came from. Oh, interesting. I took it to be I didn't quite read like into that that it was alcohol like this was just we had these two bottles. Contraband. Yeah. yeah. We had these two bottles and this was all that's left because right. they used they it. Used and I them. thought I had more, but. But it's gone. Could only get this much. I thought it was something like rat but maybe poison. maybe I misunderstood. That it was some sort of rodent poison. Oh. And that. Maybe I totally They mis- were using. What would they be using that know, for? Why would he want. They were just little teenage boys. Little. They were teenage they boys. They were teenage boys. Yeah. And so the boy's mom. Again. I barely kept track of. There were so many. There I don't are a lot know of names. characters. So was it Meg? Meg, Meg yeah, the I mom. Think it's Meg. The baby is brought back to her by the son. They think it's and the best idea not it? to tell the police. Like, <laughs> she's like, what in the world? That was weird. And he's like, "Well, yeah, we have to come up with some plan now, or they'll think my wife did this." And she did do that. Well, she did something. She come to find out. Right? That was crazy. But she was going to, she had always wanted a daughter. It had said earlier that she had these Mm -hmm. two boys and and it always wanted a daughter. And so she just was like, oh, a baby. Here's my long lost daughter. That was really weird. Yeah. You're just going to, and he's like, no, we can't. How would we raise a baby here with no one finding out? Yeah, no. So the natural solution is to leave the baby in the woods. Right. I mean, I know it's like on the property of somebody, but still, it was like out this the back is quite door remote. in the flower in the flower bed garden, the rose garden. Is that where it was? No, that's where they buried. That's where they buried the boat. But it was out in just there. off that, so yeah. it was noticeable if somebody came, came out, out quickly. But what if? But they you didn't never come guaranteed that's a human. I mean, okay, drop the baby there, go hide in the trees, and keep an eye on. Which was the, the baby until you saw it in another human's hand. You don't That's leave what he a did. baby. Well, he didn't. He well, looked he did. away. Yes, he did. Okay, because so he, he heard something away, in the and field. And then the baby was gone. Yeah. And they that kept seems talking crazy. about things in the field. Do you know what I thought was crazy? When one of the times when they're talking about seeing something out of the corner of their eye in the field, in the field, and they're like, oh, it must have been a kangaroo. Like so nonchalant. <laughs> and I'm like, that is so just an Australian thing. <laughs> yeah. Because I would never be like, oh, just a wild kangaroo. A wild kangaroo? No. It's probably us like, oh, it's just a deer. It's just a deer. We have deer right and left. Yes. Right and left. Yes. In my yard, up the hill, no in the big street. Deal. Oh, it's fun. It's like, yeah. oh, look, there's a look, deer. there's a deer. But, but it's to them, common. it's a kangaroo. It's a kangaroo. 
Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh, that was that, crazy. That was just like, wait, what? A kangaroo? I know. I loved it. So when I will say, like when they have are having a drink, when father and son later on, they're adults now, are having a drink and the son admits this, you know, admits that he had seen dad and apologized to him for being right. cold and it tells him the story of ordering the poisonous fish because he thought it would be just what she deserved. And the dad is like, well, you didn't do that, did you? Like he's, yeah. his stomach sinks, right? Right. And he's like, well, no, thank heavens. Like I could have, but yeah. no, I I broke down and told mom everything. And she took the fish away. And in that moment, I was like, people are awful. Awful. Like, I'm not saying that what happened it to her in that situation was okay. I mean, we can all have thoughts. Sure. There are people I would think, Be- oh, I wish I could trip them. Or something. Yeah. I'm not a cruel person. I'm not really saying I have. But there are people, there, we have human right. thoughts. We have human thoughts. That then we're like, oh my gosh, exactly I can't believe I saying. said that. Or I can't believe I thought that for a brief moment. Yeah. But he actually acted upon this thought and plan. He didn't mm-hmm. just think, I want to hurt her. Totally. He had a plan to hurt her mm-hmm. and was following through with the plan. So and that's then, a different level. It's totally awful. And then to find to realize like that realization that mm-hmm. Meg took the fish and then continues to follow through with her thoughts of yeah. like I'll see this through. Oh, you're gonna steal my husband? I don't think so. Yeah. And then I will punish you. Not ever talk to your husband about it. Like it's just going to go unsaid that he had an affair because she's gone and you're now. Gonna, yeah. And, oh, really and when she's like, oh, sick. I didn't, the kids weren't supposed to eat it. Oh, the heartbreak of that scene of a whole family. You killed a whole, a whole family. family. That is horrific. Horrific. Your conscience. There is, n- how do you live with that? How do you live with that after? No, no. Yeah. But she sure does. Yeah, she does. A long Goes life. over and helps Nora when she- Right, and just sees continues that they have, on yeah. as normal as can be. You killed a family, children. Psycho. I don't know how you live with that. No, I don't that's either. That's messed up. But that's the rage that our human brains, but mental health- But doesn't guilt <sighs> like, eat you for after a while? Like, right. I don't know. I don't know. Think you can get so you think you can get away with murder. Okay, so tell me this: in that moment when son, I can't remember his name, is telling his dad that he was so upset that he ordered poisonous fish that his mom took, and it never occurs to him that his mom, mom. who was scorned, who he just told. He could have, had to have veg- known. He seems totally oblivious. No, mom took it from me. Thank heavens. And mom didn't do anything. Like, So he's sitting here as an adult recognizing the loss that his father must have experienced by losing this person that he had had an affair with. Right. And he apologizes. Like, that must have been a big loss for you. I'm sorry that that you had to go through that. But it never occurs to him that the the realization that his mom's husband was having an affair would be so jarring and painful that she might lash out. She might want to. Yeah. That didn't occur to that him. That didn't occur. That also felt like that didn't quite add up to me. Yeah. Like he knew his mom had the fish. He knew there was a possibility they could have been poisoned. 
But no. But no, it couldn't have been my mom. I mean, I can understand as a 14-year-old. Well, it's hard to believe your own mom would do something that your like mom that. Would, as, a, as a child. Yeah. But like when we become adults, we can see that our ch- our parents are flawed just like we all are. Right. They're, they become human. Mm-hmm. And it's always like a shift, right, to recognize that like well, our parents are flawed. you can always think, I can't imagine we'd never do that. I can't sure. imagine another human would ever hurt another human. Right. But... When all the signs are pointing to that human, you have to start questioning. Even if you're like, no, no, the thought had to have, really? He didn't think it. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. They like, nev- he the makes heck? it sound like he never con- crossed his mind when clearly it crossed dad's mind mm-hmm. in the minute right that he found out yeah. what had happened. So I don't know. That to me was like frustrating. Mm-hmm. But... So the other part that there a couple things that stick out in my mind when Nora was carrying her dead baby mm. in the sling mm. that it I thought this whole time it was Thea every time they talked about that sling which mm. was a lot that she was covering up baby Thea baby Thea she was carrying around a dead baby a dead baby which is oh the other thing that made me think, and I don't know if there is a difference between like babies and like grown bodies, mm-hmm. but like rigor mortis like and the smell. The stiffness and the smell. I don't know if it's different when they're that small and little, like maybe they haven't lived long enough to have all that. I mean, they're smaller, so maybe, but still. Right. And and my understanding is they become so stiff that they can break you can't i i and i have no idea i that's what i've heard i have no i don't know how that, long that takes how, yeah at what point so that's kind of it's just gross can you still and heartbreaking yes. like you lost you finally had a baby finally and it's and you went there. through birth on your own amidst a traumatic experience and it wasn't thriving because she was born alive, alive and you and never got, saw a doctor Right. Well, she said she had no way to get to a doctor. They, they were far out. Any doctors? And in she the didn't town? have a car. But your but then baby how she get isn't into, yeah, thriving. Your baby isn't thriving. You she wasn't do. of her sound mind. Tragedy, birth. You're not thinking clearly. She's exhausted. I but guess. still, that seemed like this I would is want your baby some help. that you've been waiting for. Right. Forever. And the baby wasn't feeding. Maybe, there was obviously yeah, failure to thrive. Like this was a premature like, baby. I cannot even acknowledge the idea that something that you might go for wrong. Help. Well, I just mean like in Nora's mind, right. like I can't acknowledge that something isn't right because the idea of losing the baby is way more than I can handle. So I'm going to assume that she's just fine. Right. Because it need, I need it to be. Yeah. Would, and doesn't know. Meg come over and help her with the baby before well, it dies? Or was that before after it when it was Thea? When it and was she really knows Thea? that it's Thea and she doesn't say anything. Oh. Because, yeah, she's the worst. There is a lot of tragedy in this one. So much. Generational overall, trauma. Yeah, that's Big a really time. interesting way to look at it, right? Even if they didn't know, there was obviously your body holds the yes. score. Your body scars even when you don't know it's it comes down it comes I out totally somewhere i agree that was so good what Ugh. okay so all is said and done what did you give this book i gave it four stars i did too i 
story was great. Yes, I have yes, my issues with it. Totally. My frustrations. Yep. Um, but it was a great story. Great yeah, story. Yeah, and lots of like I went down a lot of avenues of possibility mm-hmm. and then was still like Oh, surprise. Right. Right? And I loved the ending. I thought the I ending was great. I was happy with that and how it all wrapped up at the end. Yeah. Yes, I felt like I was carried on a couple times <laughs> that this was the end and then this is this the book is that the... never. <laughs> yes. The book that never. That's exactly crazy. how I felt. Yeah. But it was a great Ultimately, story. I yeah, liked I really it. liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd love to hear what all of you thought of this book. Did we leave anything out? Yeah. Tell us your. There was a lot. We could probably talk for a very long time. So many rabbit holes here. Mm -hmm. We didn't even spend very much time on Jess and Polly, but. Yeah. That's a whole lot to undig. Mm hmm. Find us on Instagram and Facebook. You can email us at thisisyourbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate and subscribe and share with your friends. Thank you to Amphibious Zoo for our music. And we'll see you next time. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And And this this is is your book book club. club.